Chapter 3 The Queen Returns When we left off, Frog had joined the team to help find Queen Lane, who was trapped in a lair somewhere beneath the cathedral. As the team searches the environment, our hero walks up to the organ. All but a few of the keys are covered in dust. Looking closer at those keys, he notices three distinct chords that could be played. With that, he sits down, cracks his knuckles, and begins to play. A secret door opens. Easy enough, our team descends into the lair beneath. This isn't your typical underground lair. That is, it's not grimy and unpleasant as one might expect. Instead, this is actually a very ornate place. Beautiful pillars line the walls, and fresh rugs are placed along the pathways of wide and open hallways. That said, the residents aren't as classy as the ambiance is. The passageways are filled with monsters. As our heroes hack and slash their way through, they come across an even more peculiar room. Monsters all bow before a large statue as they chant. Oh, dearest Magus, your flashing eyes like stars and flowing hair like waves atop the sea. No sad sunny day nor any frightful bright place can get us down. As long as you're near, there's nothing to fear. Our team slowly backsteps out of that place to continue their search. Eventually, our team comes across another room where it appears as though they may have found the queen. Frog quickly approaches her. Before he can say anything, the queen speaks. There was no need for you to come rescue me, she says. The master, Yakra, is very kind. I've decided to stay here. Now, why don't you make yourselves at home, too? There's something odd about the queen. She doesn't make eye contact with anyone as she's saying this. Also, her eyes look very gray. And then, a small insect lands on her face. A snake-like tongue shoots out of the queen's mouth and quickly gobbles it up. Our heroes become highly suspicious that this might actually be a trap, and they're right. The queen transforms into a monster, and they fight it out. Even though Frog knows this isn't the real queen, he hesitates for a split second before delivering the fatal blow. After more hacking and slashing, as well as a few more secret passageways, they find themselves at the heart of the lair. There she is, the real queen. She's being held captive by the chancellor of the castle. Prepare yourself, Queen Lane. The chancellor cackles with an inhuman voice. Wait, how'd you get in here? He asks upon noticing our team standing at the door. Frog, the queen screams. Majesty, stand back and allow us the honor, Frog yells. 
With tears running down her face, the queen runs out of the way. Be careful, she yells. <laughs> it's useless to fight. No one will leave here alive. Stupid frog, it's time you jumped off this mortal coil. True form, change. The Chancellor morphs into Yakra, a huge turtle-like monster with a spiky shell, snake-like fangs, and pincers that allow it to zip across the ground. As they fight, our team quickly realizes that Yakra will counter any ranged attack. But if you were close enough, he couldn't counter. Consequently, Luca who keeps a significant distance from the monster, spends her efforts healing the rest of the party, while Chrono and Frog, who are up close and personal, spend their efforts getting even more up close and personal with their swords. Yakra tucks his head away into his shell and then begins bouncing across the room. Our heroes are forced to take cover as they attempt to dodge the spikes protruding from his shell. However, they aren't so successful. Chrono's leg is sliced badly, and Frog grasps at a massive wound in his stomach. Yakra then skitters away from our team, stands up tall, and shoots some massive needles out from his shell. They soar into the air and fall directly toward Luca, one of which pierces right into her shoulder. Chrono attempts to run to Luca's help, but she motions him away. She points at the monster, Specifically, a big chunk of its shell had broken away during that last attack, and the flesh beneath was exposed. Frog notices this as well. Chrono and Frog nod at each other, and then simultaneously they fly through the air. With Chrono approaching from the left and Frog approaching from the right, their paths cross each other in a perfect X. The monster recoils onto its back. Although he's exhausted, our hero knows he must take advantage of this moment. He turns back around and prepares to attack again. However, his leg gives up from under him and he falls down onto his face. Looking up, he sees the monster gaining the momentum needed to flip itself back over. However, he also sees Luca limping over to it. And then, Luca pulls the massive needle from her shoulder and she stabs it right into Yakra's neck. The monster shrieks, but it seems the battle isn't over yet. Luca then yanks the gun out of her holster and she points it at Yakra's face. She pulls the trigger. As the dust from the battle settles, our hero stands back up to his feet. Luca smiles at him. He smiles back and then looks toward Frog. Frog nods. While caught up in the euphoria from a pretty intense battle, our hero has this urge to express his excitement, but he doesn't know if the situation is quite right. After consideration, he decides it is, and with that, he jumps into some celebratory fist pumps.
Luca, who's also feeling really good about the way things just went, decides to join in with her own take on the fist pump. She sort of punches up into the air, then brings it back down, really having a good time with it. Meanwhile, Frog, who's generally very stoic, decides maybe he can let loose a little, so he joins in on the fist pump action as well, really flexing his muscles while he's at it. This continues for the appropriate amount of time, until they hear a rattling from a nearby treasure chest. Our hero walks over, opens it up, and out pops the real Chancellor. Everyone has a good laugh, and they return to the castle. The king embraces his wife. You had me worried, Lean, he says. The chancellor chimes in. That no-good Yakra impersonating me and kidnapping the queen. We must create a criminal justice system in this kingdom to do away with such fiends. The king nods in agreement, and as the two of them begin putting a plan in place for such a system, Frog approaches the queen. I failed to protect Queen Lean. I hath disgraced thee, he says before leaving. Frog, Lean yells out. Frog simply turns around, bows, and leaves. The king pulls away from his conversation with the chancellor in order to address our hero. Thank you, Chrono, he says. But who was that girl we found in the canyon? Our hero doesn't answer that because instead he takes off running up the stairs to the queen's room, the same place where we last saw Marley. As he enters the room, crystals emerge from the air and group themselves together into a cluster. This cluster then transforms into Marley, who falls to the ground in panic. Huh? What happened? she asks. Chrono! she exclaims. It was awful! I can't recall it all. I was somewhere cold, dark, and lonely. Is that what it's like to die? Just then, Luca pops her head into the room. Welcome back, Princess Nadia, she says. Luca, you risk your life to help me too? Princess Nadia? Oh, I guess you guys figured it out, huh? Chrono and Luca nod. Sorry, Chrono, she says. I didn't mean to deceive you. My father's King Guardia the 33rd. I really enjoyed being with you at the fair, but if you had known my identity, you wouldn't have shown me around, right? Our hero considers the question. Wrong, he says. Oh, Chrono, Marley exclaims. That's why I like you. The two smile at each other. We're not really sure if this means that she likes him, or if this means that she like-likes him. Either way. The real queen is safe, right? She says. Let's go home. As our team leaves the castle, they pass by Frog just outside the gates. a fault of mine which endangered the queen, he says. I shall depart for good, 
froggy, Luca chimes in. Frog just looks down. Chrono steps forward and places his arm on Frog's shoulder. Chrono, you have potential to be a good swordsman, Frog says. He looks up for a moment, enough for them to nod at each other. Frog then begins to leave. Wait, Luca calls out. Her mind begins to race. Hey, Frog, she yells. Have you ever heard of someone named Cyrus? Frog stops walking, but just for a moment. Then he's gone. With that, our team does their best to shrug this off, and they begin to head home. They hike through the woods, the town, and all the way back up the mountain to where the portals spit our hero out. The same place as our surprise imp attack. Luca pulls out a fancy wand that she created to react with this portal. And this sends our team soaring back through time, all the way back to the fairgrounds, where they could finally return to their normal lives. Whew, we're back, Marley says excitedly. Chrono, Luca, why don't you come home with me to the castle? I'd like you to come over for dinner. Sorry for putting you through all that, Marley, Luca says. Are you joking? She replies. That's the most fun I've had in months, and I have some new friends too. Luca turns towards our hero. Chrono, be a gentleman and take her home. I've got some work to do. She winks at Chrono. See you soon, Luca, Marley calls out. Yep, she replies before disappearing. Will you escort me home, Chrono? Marley asks. Of course he will. Our hero takes her to the castle, where our present-day chancellor comes running down the stairs. Princess Nadia, he exclaims. Are you all right? Where have you been? I heard you were abducted. We have soldiers searching for you. The Chancellor turns to our hero. You're the one, huh? Kidnapping Princess Nadia. No, Marley exclaims. Admit it, the Chancellor yells. You confused her and tried to take over the throne. What? Marley exclaims. Guards rush over and grab our hero. Detain him and take the princess to her room. Chrono attempts to escape but a guard pounds him across the face with his shield. Our hero hears Marley scream as he slowly fades into unconsciousness. Our hero wakes up in a jail cell. He's bruised badly, and he wears shackles on his wrists. The food is awful. Days pass by. One morning, our hero thinks he feels his cat pawing away at his face, but he wakes up to find it's a rat scrounging for food. More days pass. Finally, one afternoon, a guard opens up his jail cell. 
Let's go, he says. It's time for your trial. What verdict will this trial bring? Will he ever be able to take Marley up on that dinner proposition? Also, what will he tell his mother? Join us next time on Chrono Trigger, The Story.